You can always tell an American news version of this by the fact that it never tells you anything of where this is going. What I mean the Middle East, I mean West Asia. I mean what is happening right now, right this minute, regarding Israel and everyone else. It doesn't tell you specifically what the big colossal picture is. It just points out little things to you, little moments, little discrepancies. It seems, from what we're seeing, that indeed Israel fired not on the hospital, that it was either a Hamas or Palestinian, or but it wasn't Israel. Now, do you think anybody's going to be worried about clarifying that? Do you think anybody's going to be saying, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, hold it, hold it, hold it. This is a big problem where we made a big mistake. Huh? Huh? Do you hear anything about that? Absolutely not. Don't you think it matters? Of course it matters. Everything matters. This was the biggest story last night, yesterday. Hard to get a lot, night, evening, whatever. They were claiming, they were saying that without that, that, that like nothing before, that that without any without any any comparison to what it was the worst, positively the worst example of Israel's horrible. Uh, savagery, its brutality. It attacked a hospital. And Israel said, no, no, it wasn't us. Oh, sure, that's what you say, but you're a liar. And of course, people love that because, as you know, people hate Israel. Okay. It turns out today, and I'm no expert, but if I had to be a judge just by virtue of the evidence that I'm seeing, the evidence that I'm that I'm watching and, and perusing and 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 uh, uh, I guess sifting through, it appears that overwhelmingly there is evidence after evidence that indeed it was not Israel. In fact, they have voice recordings of people talking. Now, of course, you you know people are going to say, "Well, I don't believe it. It's manufactured." You know how it is. I don't even know why I. Bother, but that's precisely what they're going to be doing. But that's just a part of it. That's just a part of it. Where do you think people are in coming forward and saying, wait a minute? Hey, Hamas, why aren't you telling us the truth? Why aren't you telling us the truth? How did this happen? Nobody's going to be doing that. Nobody nobody cares because nobody's after individual thoughts of, of correctness and truth. Nobody's after that. Because this is a scrum. This is like a bunch of Karens. This is no, there's no intellectual pursuit. There's no intellectual review or perusal or thorough, um, how do I say this? There's no thorough... I don't know what you want to call it, uh, a correction, please. Nobody's interested in that. Nobody's interested in any of it, in any of it. No one, because that's not what this is about. It's about hating, and I'm sorry. But that's not to say that Israel is without fault. That's not to say Israel is 
without uh, some serious lunacy when it comes to its own particular, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, its own um, public image and the like. Do you understand this? Now, you see what I just said? I told you, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you for Israel or not? And that's the way we get it. This this changes constantly. Eric Bren, the great plate spinner on on uh, uh, Ed Sullivan, taught us that the 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 goal is to keep everything going simultaneously, to 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 keep plates and bowls and issues all going simultaneously. To have you think, wait a minute, wait a minute, whoa, 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 this is this is this is complicated. Yes. Now, here's the best one. What I'm reading and what I'm hearing, and you're not going to hear this on Fox News. You're not going to, because it's the same stuff all the time. The same stuff. Did you hear the latest? Hannity wants to play Kingmaker now and getting Jimmy Jordan in. Did you hear that one? That's the latest. Hannity wants to be Kingmaker because he's the... He's basically the only one there of any import now. He's the kingmaker. That's why his, uh, you heard today, they were sending out emails or texts to various people. Says, hey, I'm the producer for Hannity. Hey, is it true that you're, um, oh, I don't know, that you are maybe not, uh, you know, uh, helping out Jimmy as much as you should or could or would or are you? Are we kind of missing this? Are we Are we not paying? You see how that works? Hannity wants to be the big shot. Now, now that the man, I mean, he can do that. He can do it because now that, that Tucker's gone, he feels like, come on, I gotta, I've got to do something. So I want to be the one who spearheads and who, who kind of herds the cats regarding the Speaker of the House. It's not working. And let me also tell you something. I don't care about the Speaker of the House. I don't care about any of it. I don't care about it. I don't know about you. I just don't care. It's so boring. The world is falling apart. And I don't give a damn about Jim Jordan, who only is about hearings that never turn out to be anything. Fauci was never arrested. Hillary was never arrested. Hell, they went after TikTok and and uh, they, they went after um, uh, Zuckerberg. I mean, they went after all these people. Nothing ever happens. Nothing. Even Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Remember that story? The big laptop from hell. Oh, that was great, wasn't it? Remember Miranda Devine and Breitbart and others? We got the laptop from hell. We got him now. We've got him now. Here it is. The emails and he's talking to the with the China and the uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. What else? Oh man, it's great. And the Chinese and we're gonna get him. And we say, You ain't gonna get nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. No, no, no. You don't understand. It's Miranda Divine, the laptop from hell. Every single night, every week, Maria Bartiromo would go through this and explain this. We got him now. And nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happens. Do you, do, do you get this? That's the world I just turned my back on. 
I officially realized I don't care about this. I've got limited, um, apparently the limited attention span or a limited attention span, and I don't care about this. It doesn't matter. We live in a dysfunctional, completely schizoaffected world of lunacy, sheer, unmitigated lunacy. Lunacy. This doesn't matter. I don't understand it. The world is falling apart. Now, here's the best part. What everybody is saying and what people should, I think, bring to your attention is the fact that it appears that when Joe Biden went there, he wasn't there to make anybody feel better. He wasn't there. Blinken wasn't there to tell, hey, Israel, we're behind you. He was there to tell Israel, that's enough of this stuff. We want to let in the humanitarian aid. You got that? The humanitarian aid. That's what we want to do. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. The humanitarian aid. Oh, man. That's code word for you know what. There's no humanitarian aid. Stop it. Stop it. Right now, they would do anything in their power to cut Israel loose. They don't give a damn about Israel. And a lot of people don't either because they don't understand what Israel is. They don't, they just don't get it. It doesn't matter to them. It's, and I'm not about to explain it. I, you know, it's a, one of these things. And you watch these stupid shows over and over. And you know what it is? You know what it always is? It's the same stuff. It's the same four people. It's the same. It's like, I'm not going to mention their names because some of them are good, but it's the same usual suspects talking about how brutal and how terrible Israel is. That's it. That's it. That's it. Let me say this again. Do you need more information, more stories about how terrible Israel is? Do you want to hear this? What would you do if you were Israel? See, this, this is, I'm, I have no... When I say I have no position, all positions, one position, either position, it depends on your frame of reference. It's relative to where you are. In the United States, you know what we're saying? Hey, look, whatever you do, cut this out because they're going to be coming here and they're going to be coming after us. And a lot of you folks are saying, I don't know if this is a good idea to be standing with Israel because frankly, you know, anybody who stands with them pays dearly in the long run. You know what I mean? It play, I mean, it, it, it pays dearly. What is going on here? What is going on? What do you, what, what, what happens? Let me say this again. The American who cares about America only, which is what we do, will say, listen, Israel only bothers us because as when those crazy people think that we're involved with Israel, they're going to turn their wrath and their hate on us. You got that? You got that? You got how that works? So frankly, Israel, cut it out. We don't want, we don't really care what you do. Either let these people go, give them the humanity, but cut them some slack because they're coming after us next. And being your friend is a problem. That's how one people, one one group think. The other ones think, screw it. This is about good versus evil. Israel has been our friend and ally, our ally, and we don't have a lot of allies. And yeah, you know what? It's been tough. 
We've taken a couple of hits, but by God, in the long run, in this world, this this West Asian lunacy, the Levant, whatever you want to call this area, dear God, better to have their, them there than without us. And they have been a pain in the ass because they stand up for what they believe in. They're kind of like a mini U.S. So we're going to stick with them because the rest of these ne'er-do-wells can go stick it. This is Jordan, Egypt. There ain't that good one in the bunch. None of them. You might think that. That's the second. Then there's kind of in the middle. And I'm in the middle too. I'm all, I'm not all over the place, but I have different perspectives. I like the people. I like the people of Israel. I like Israel. Have you been there? It's nice. I like the people. And I understand that there's going to be these morons in this country who have no idea what they're talking about. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And they've heard it before. And then these people, the ones who yell, Zionism, it's Zion. Oh, when you hear that, you know, forget it. Zionism. This is what they think. of the, This is their word. That, is that what you call it? Is that what we call it now, bro? Is that what we call it? Zionism? Yeah. Use the word Zionism. Okay, bro. I'll use the word Zionism. If that's what you think, that's what I think. Okay. I'll use the word Zionism. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Go ahead and use it. I guess. I guess that's, that's, if that, if that helps anything. Let me tell you something. This is, this is, you've got a bunch of poltroons here, a bunch of bladderoons who don't know anything. They think it's real easy. There's one show. They just, it, it's, it's this story. And I, and I hear for the, we're talking right now to a man who was born in Gaza and he's never known a country. Okay. You're right. It's terrible. And I was born and I have on my, I remember Saeed years ago, on my passport, it says Jerusalem, but I was born in, I was born in a country that didn't really exist. I was born in a country, you say there's no Palestine, but that's where I was born. And I was born before Israel. So he had his passport, remember the famous, uh, uh, you know, whatever his name, Edward Saeed. He had his passport changed to to, uh, Jerusalem. Because he was born before Palestine didn't exist and there was no Israel. So what happens? People love to talk about this. They talk about this stuff all the time. They talk about this all the time. How many times do you want to hear a story about somebody who lived through hell? And I don't think they're making this up. I don't think so. What is this? What if we did told the black folks in the 50s? Hey, guess what? Listen, make a deal for it with you. We're not going to help you, but you talk about it all you want. We're going to be talking about this. All. Tell us about how you were families were slaves and how you were Jim Crow affected you and uh, you were uh, treated uh, horribly. And yeah, yeah, do that. We'll do that. That's all we'll do. We won't help you. We won't change anything. There'll be no civil rights laws. No, nothing. All we'll do is let you talk and talk and talk. And we'll put you on platforms and YouTube channels. And you can talk about it all day. And you can scream. And and you can, whatever. Sorry, black folks. There was a, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute, wait a minute. 
we don't want story hour here. We want you to do something. Well, I don't know if we're going to do anything for you, but well, we're going to do the best that we can, maybe trying to sort of, I don't know. Let's just talk about it because that's what we're doing right now. There's about three or four people. Whenever I see them, I say, I can't hear this guy anymore. I understand it. I understand it. What do you want? 20 years from now, we're going to be saying the same story. Nothing's going to happen. They're not going to kick the Palestinians out. Palestinians aren't going to get their homeland, and Israel's not going to. It's just nothing. What do you think is going to happen? I'm asking, especially the geniuses here. Everybody knows what's going on. What is it? Tell me. Tell me specifically. And by the way, by the way, remember this. Always make sure you have the little bell on your phone, on on your computer, for this channel. Always lit. Always charged. So that when something comes up, if we do a special one of these things, you're apprised of it. Does that make sense to you? Good. Always make sure you do this and always make sure you, this is important, that you remain always subscribing. Thank you for subscribing. This is a critical thing. It's absolutely the most important thing in the world. Thank you for subscribing. I don't know how to say it any other way, but but thank you. It's critical, real, real, real critical. That's that's the thing which makes makes a lot of sense. Now, some other stuff we got to talk about too. What was Tony Blinken doing? We did this today. Oh, by the way, this morning, you got to understand something. Please forgive me. You're good. But every now and then, I know it's a free country, but we'll get some pain in the ass who comes in here and talks and talks. And I don't, I don't think they know what the hell they're talking about. I really don't think they know what the hell they're talking about. I really don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think they know what we're talking about. I really don't. I'm, I, 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 I swear to God. This morning, some guy, you know, gets in there, sits down and belches his, hey, how come there's ads on this? It's like, oh, shut up. What is this? What am I, who am I talking to? The world's falling apart. Does anybody know what's going on? No. Okay, well, we're going to try our best. What do you think Tony Blinken did? Tony Blinken said, by the way, BB, if you think I'm here to help you out, you're on your mind. I want you to fix these things and fix it now. Capiche? Fix it now. And Joe Biden, did you hear Biden? It was the other team. The other team? The other team? That's your president, not mine. Dear God, the other team? Did you hear this? How is this even possible? How does this thing even work? Please tell me, what, what, what do you think people are thinking when they hear about us? What? It's the most, it's amazing. I can't tell you. All I know is simply this, my friends. And this is it. It's more complicated, but I want you to understand. Here's the deal. I think it's today. I think it's today. Yep, it's to, today or tomorrow. The, the prohibitions against Iran selling missiles and all this stuff 
they are over. You got that? It's over. The prohibitions are over. So they are going to be ready to be sending missiles and to keep Hamas going. You got that? Okay. This morning we had some folks say, well, I don't know if if uh, Israel needs bunker busters because you see, and now we got experts. Israel is saying we need bunker busters. They're saying Hamas is in Gaza underneath people's homes, underneath, you know, apartments or whatever it is. This is where they are. This is, this is, this is it. This is, this is where they are. What are you going to do? You got to help us. They're there. What would you do? What would you do if your enemy happened to position itself underneath hospitals? What would you do? Underneath nurseries, what would you do? Tell me, what would you do? What would you do? Tell me. I love the, I, I love, I love the geniuses who say, well, what would you do? This is my favorite. And I want you to do your best because maybe, maybe you're different. Maybe you pay attention because a lot of people, it's fascinating to go because I'm talking to you and I'm also talking to people later on, but I want you to kind of sort of maybe, uh, answer my question and we can have a nice little conversation. Let's assume that you had somebody, your neighbor or somebody down the street. What do you think would happen if all of a sudden they're shooting at you left and right and doing all these terrible things and you said to them, hey, you're being, we're being fired at by somebody. And they said, oh, no, no, excuse me. Don't blame us. Don't blame us because the bad guys are underneath. The bad guys are underneath. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And the bad guys, those are really the ones that you want to talk to. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we're not going to talk to them. We want you to stop it. Oh, we can't stop it. We can't stop it. What do you mean you can't stop it? Oh, no, no, we can't because we we only voted for Hamas once, I think, in 2006. They pretty much run the show. We're kind of scared. But in any event, it's frightening. Do you understand what's happening? It's frightening. Do you dig what's happening? This is the part that I cannot explain anymore. Now, when I talk to people about this who hate Israel, I ask them, what do you do? What do you do? What would you do? This is a million-dollar question. Now, realize, people are just going to say, look, look at this, Moab, vacuum bomb. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm dealing with? I mean, it's nice. It's funny. What am I dealing with? What does this mean? You want to drop a vacuum bomb? That's not the issue. What do we do? People say, please don't, don't drop bombs on us. We are, we, are, we are individuals who are innocent. We have children here. Hey, don't get in the way of a joke. Moab, mother of all bombs. 
I'm going to do that. I'm going to drop a neutron bomb. Why? Because I'm here and I'm typing and I'm funny and I write funny stuff and I don't know. You're kidding me. So what do you do? Diplomacy. Okay. We've already tried that. What do you do? Do me a favor. Repeat after me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just kind of passing the time. I feel sorry for people, but I'm not very good with the stuff. It's not my it's not my stuff. It's not who I am. It's not my expertise. I'm sorry. I wish I could help you, but I don't know anything about this. I mean, I kind of pretend to do, but I don't. I I, I can't even I can't even get my wrap my arms around. I mean, the Israel, Israelis, I, I, I don't know, who Hamas, they don't talk to them. I see the pictures of these poor people. I don't, I, this is beyond me. That's the rest of the world. They have no idea. They have no idea. There's one show in particular. Oh, God, they're so smart. They're so smart. I'm going to say, great, what would you do? I'm going to give you the keys to this. You're my emissary or my envoy or whatever it is. I'm the president. Tell me what you would do. Tell me what you would do. Tell me what you would do now. And they look at you and they say, I have no idea what I'm doing. No, seriously, you have to tell me this. You've got to give me an idea. Now, right now, as we speak, this this is the worst part. You've got this UNRWA, this UN, what's it called? UNRWA, it's the UN, uh, oh God. UN, what is it called? No, it's not it. Uh, and that's not it. I had it here. And oh, United Nations Relief and Works Agency, UNRWA. Now, do you know who UNRWA is? Those are the people who check the stuff going in and out of Gaza. Who do you think runs UNRWA? Hamas. They're paid off. Maybe not by Hamas directly, but they're paid off. So the people who are in charge of the humanitarian aid, and you're going to hear people say, I've got a truck full of blankets and medicine. They won't let me in. I don't know what's going on. Okay, fine. So what are you thinking? You're thinking, those bastards. Would you like to hear Israel's sign? If if there were trucks full of identifiable aspirin and blankets, do you think Israel would stop or get in the way of it? Do you think so? Do you think so? Do you think so? I ask you this question. Do you think so? Now, you have to answer the question. You have to answer the question. You got to understand this. You, 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 you got to understand the question. Okay? Look at this. Someone writes, let in the humanitarian aid. Anything else is escalation. Who inspects what goes in to determine if it's humanitarian aid? Who? I ask you the question. UNRWA. They do. Israel doesn't doesn't trust them. Dude, they cut off the water. What is water for? What is happening? Where, where, Where is this thing? Now, water, things like water, uh, sewer, things like that. You ask them, what is the purpose of 
what what is this? What is the what are you trying to do? And they are saying we want you to get out. This whole area is nothing but a Hamas whatever. Okay, fine. We have to figure out a way to do this. We have to figure out a way because right now the world is saying what I'm talking about. They have no interest in this whatsoever. They have no interest. They have no interest in this. Now, I think what you might want to say, dude, you can go to Israel and say, dude, listen, we're tired of you bitching and moaning about all this humanitarian stuff being bombs. We're tired of you. We don't want to hear any more about how you made them the deal with the Hood Barak and the Hood Elmer. And basically, Yasser Arafat told you to pound sand twice. We don't want to hear about that anymore. We want you to say, listen, everybody go back into uh, Gaza. We're going to back up. We're going to let everything in again. And if there's bombs, you know, it's bombs. Uh, we'll do the best we can. And um, we'll just let it go with that. If there's bombs, we'll just look the other way because that's kind of the way it goes. Silver Fox says, bring in MBS to negotiate a settlement. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Thank you, Silver. People are saying, who is MBS? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I was still talking about the vacuum bomb. That's my favorite. People just say this stuff, the vacuum bomb. They're saying all this stuff. It's great. It, I mean, seriously, it really is. It's kind of fun. You know, to say this stuff, but nobody's going to talk about it. Anyway, anyway, isn't it something? Isn't it, doesn't it, doesn't it, doesn't it kind of get you? Isn't it something? Isn't all this stuff so interesting? Because you realize there is no end to this. There is no end. There's no, um, how do I say this? There's no facilitation. Nothing, 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 nothing. There's no clear, soluble reason. Now, another thing that's happening, and this is this is the most important part. As we speak, and this is this is even more frightening, at least to me, the United States is at a complete and total loss. We have lost our ability to, um, like, where is Trump talking about this? Nowhere. Where's Barack Obama? Nowhere. Why are people, it's like, why isn't anybody interested in getting to the bottom of this? Why do you think that is? Now, that doesn't mean come up with an answer. When I ask a question, it doesn't mean come up with an answer. Just say something. Why do you think that is? Why are people getting away from this? Nobody is, they just don't, they just don't want to get near it. This is radioactive. People are realizing right now that being pro-Israel is going to absolutely be the kiss of death later on. They realize it because the media have really, really, really gone, you know, 180 in terms of what they're, um, showing and not showing what they're involved in. I mean, it's, it, it, it's truly something. Why do you think that is? Because let me tell you something. The position that Israel held before, now, 
why do we have two carrier battalions, two carrier fleets out there? What's that for? What's the purpose of that? Explain to you. Why do we have that? Why? Think about that. Who is it? For Israel? For Iran? For Egypt? What? Just to show people? What is it all about? Why are we doing? What do you think they're trying to show? What are they trying to involve themselves in? What? What? What do you think? What? Anybody? Quick response to what? What do you think it's going to? What? It's Iran, right? To show Iran, Hezbollah, others. We're there. Don't try anything funny. So why are we unfreezing $6 billion of money? Why are we doing that? How does that work? They're not unfreezing Russian money. You see what's happening? Is anybody talking about this? Is anybody, does anybody know? Does anybody understand this? MSM has been anti-America for a long time. Pro-United Nations, woke agenda. Okay, what does that mean? Mainstream media has been anti-America. Do you, do you think it's against America? or a, Because let me tell you something. Please, we have to find ourselves to get out of the way of using woke and using, um, you know, uh, crony capitalism and all this, all this. People love the, the uniparty. That's a big one. Lawfare. Hey, it's lawfare. We just get into this. It's like the word bro all of a sudden. Now I'm going to throw one at you that's really going to, really, really going to. Someone says, against the U.S. Constitution. How are they against the Constitution? We're not going to get through this. Again, because that's cliched. I know what you're trying to say, but it's not against the Constitution per se. A lot of these things are, um, because if the mainstream media is not a part of the government, and a private entity cannot violate the government, cannot violate the Constitution. Anyway, let me tell you something. I got a problem here, and people are going to have a hard time with this one. A real hard time with this one, okay? Okay. There's a place in New York called the Second Avenue Deli. It used to be wonderful. The Second Avenue Deli was just a terrific, terrific, terrific place. I haven't been there a long time, but, but it was Leib, uh, Abe, uh, Leibenthal, Leibenthal. He was murdered. It was so sad. But it was one of the two great, real New York delicatesses. I think Carnegie Deli was the greatest. But uh, Katz's is, is pretty much there. And Second Avenue Deli. Anyway, somebody today painted swastikas on the Second Avenue Deli. Okay. Now here's the question. Is that a hate crime? No. It's a crime. It's vandalism. It's criminal mischief. It's defacing property. Should it be a crime? Yes. To deface property. To deface, uh, to mark graffiti, uh, breaking windows, anything that destroys, hurts, defaces property should be against the law. Okay? We got it? Good. We got it? Very important. Now, let me ask you this. 
and this is extremely important. But let me ask you this question. Very, very critical. Very, very critical. Very, very, um, oh, I don't know what the word is. Very, very critical. Okay, here's the story. What do you do with somebody who's, who draws a swastika? And who does it on a Jewish delicatessen and does it, does it to convey uh, uh, anti-Semitism or to make people feel terrorized or to, or, or whatever it is, whatever, whatever the, but they, it's probably a kid either way. What do you do? Nothing. Nothing. There's no such thing as a hate crime. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Show people. Tell them about Crystal Knocked. Do whatever you want to do in response. Sorry. It's just, it's vandalism. What do you, what if it was a cross? He puts a cross up there. What's that? I don't know. What is that? In the book of hate crimes, that's not there. It's a, it's a swastika. Okay. What if he put a Mogan David, whatever, uh, Star of David on, spray painted it on a, on a, uh, temple. What the hell would that mean? I don't know. It's a hate crime. No, it's not a hate crime because he, if it was this, we have these ideas about there's this book of hate crimes. Okay. What happens if somebody were to, let's say, protest, and I've always said this, a black family moving in at the, at the, uh, in a, in a uh, um, neighborhood. And somebody takes a Christmas tree and lights it on fire. A Christmas tree. What does that mean? Well, that's my hate crime. I don't know how to make a cross. I don't have enough wood, but I got a Christmas tree. Now we're going to sit down and decide, well, what does that mean? No, listen to me. As despicable and as horrible and as all that stuff is, you cannot denote how one kind of speech is, is, is to be uh, charge or 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 to be um, how do I say this? One form of speech is to be considered worse because it deals with the message that we don't like. Years ago, there was a case. This hate crime stuff drives me nuts. Years ago, there was a case of um, a fellow who robbed a bunch of kids who were, um, well, they would meet and he robbed them all the time. And they said, did you rob them because they were gay? He said, yes. Aha. Do you hate them? No. He, he just thought they'd be easier to rob. He thought gay people would be less likely, less violent, less, you know, whatever it is. He said, what are you talking about? They're not. He says, I know, I found out. So you didn't rob them because you hated them? No. So there was no animus involved? No. It was just targeting, just like somebody might target older people because they might, they might be easier to pick off. Or a, a rapist may target a woman? Do you see where we get into this? There was a case in New York years ago of this guy who, uh, there was a bunch of gay folks who was at a McDonald's somewhere in the village, and he says, hey, you F, and he used the F word, the uh pejorative. 
And they said, ah, that's, uh, that's homophobic. He says, no, because I'm gay myself. That's the word I use. Is that a hate crime? Do you see where we're going with this? It's real easy when it's a swastika. It's real easy, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't care what your idea is. If I went up to somebody and said anti-Semitic, homophobic, whatever it is, transphobic things, but I never hurt you, I just said it. What difference does it make? Does it make any difference at all? That's not against the law. So that's conveying an idea. Yeah, but if you put it, but if you put it on a on a on a wall, what? What the hell does that mean? I don't know. You see what's going on? You see where this works? Now let me ask you this. What should you do with students and teachers and people who say terrible things? There was a, a teacher at Cornell. Black professor who said, I loved it when and he made some reference to Hamas and he was talking about the kids were, you know, it was it was horrible. What about that one? People are asking that he be fired. Should he be fired? Yes or no? Anybody? Psychopaths. I like that. Expats, psychopaths. Do we? I'll wait. Professor says terrible things. Should he be fired? Fired. His own time, his own opinion, saying terrible things. Saying terrible things. He gets up there and he says, I think that this is wonderful. And I think this, this Hamas is great. The way they destroy these people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What if he says, you know, when they went to uh, whatever and they, they uh, blew up uh, Fallujah, they got those people who did 9-11. Good for them. Burn them. And you would say, well, that may be incorrect, but that's a little different. Why? Well, because we don't like those people. Take the same thing that he says. Take the same identical thing he said. Switch the victims or the subject matter. And what happened? What happened? Think about it. Think about it. You understand that? Do you do you see where we go with this? There's no rules. We don't like you because you're saying something about one group that we don't like today. But it could be different tomorrow. So we'll change our mind. Now, why these people are saying this? I have no idea. Why teachers are saying this? I have no earthly idea. It makes no sense whatsoever. It is it, it is insanity that people do this. Insanity. Do you understand it? That's the part that's amazing. That's the part that amazes me. And somebody says right now, you're boring me. That's okay. Go watch somebody else. Go watch somebody else. My friends, I I I guess maybe it's me and I I'm, I I know it's going to But I don't think people really recognize that we're in a rule right now. We got we got two groups of people. We got bad people who want to hurt us and then we have stupid people who want to give up away our rights. 
because they think that somehow if you say bad things, you should be, I don't know, held accountable for saying bad things. And you think nothing of it because you don't like this guy or maybe he's a jerk or he's one of these woke lefties or whatever the particular word is. And I get it. I understand it. But we're giving away our rights. Because once you say, okay, we'll let you do that for this guy, we can't get him back and say, hey, can I have that back? No. No, no, I didn't give, I didn't give, no, I only said you can stop him because, because of what? No, no, I'm just, huh? We are a group of people who have had it so easy, our lives. We've never had anything really happen in our land, our country, our shores. 9-11 was nothing compared to this. 9-11, I'm sorry. It was different. There were 2,500, 3,000 people killed. It was terrible, but the whole world was against us. Excuse me, for us. Pardon me, for us. Tehran had a, 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 a candlelight vigil. It was a different world. It was a different world then. Putin said, I will help you. I know where these people are. They're in the Caucasus. You can land in Afghanistan. I'll do whatever you want. It was a different world then. It was a completely different world. And we have been so lucky because we don't care and we don't know anything and we don't know about maps and people and we don't like we don't like things where we're not sure who the bad guys the problem with vietnam was who's the bad guy the viet why are they bad because but we're going to their country yeah but they want to spread communism but it's their country yeah but it's we didn't understand it then the level of the, the the level of interest and the level of understanding in these matters is so pathetic because people, frankly, don't like anything that doesn't allow a very simple and easy, how do I say this, explanation. It, 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 we, we, we just love real, simple stuff. Very simple. Good, bad, whatever. Or people want to talk all day about how bad Israel is. Or we could talk about how bad Hamas is. But that's not the issue. If you really want to see the good stuff, you have to listen to people who are living there. And they tend to be folks who are either Israeli or Palestinian or Arabs. They know. Not Maria Bartiromo. Bless her heart. You want to talk about Jim Jordan? That's the best place. You want to talk about the laptop from hell? You want to talk about this stupid stuff? That's the best place to go. Jim Jordan, that, isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that compelling? The world is changing. We're not in charge anymore. I don't know if you've noticed this. We're not in charge anymore. We're not even close. And that thing that Joe Biden did was so stupid. It was so, it, the optics were worse than if he hadn't gone at all. And, and what's even worse than that is what we told Netanyahu was ba- basically can't count on us anymore. And this would be the chance for Trump to move forward, but he's not. He's not doing anything. I don't know where he is. Rafael Legonde said, Sir, a professor said, when the Roman Empire was coming to an end, they were doing everything we are doing now. Rewrite history, creating religion, social engineering, entertaining the masses like we are. I also heard, yes, one of the things they were doing. By the way, Raphael, thank you so much. By the way, hand, hand crepitations for you. We were, they were also expanding, Raphael, expanding 
moving out into the world and moving out to wherever, you know, that kind of thing, expanding. Okay. We're, the, the, the government, the, the U.S. is not going to fall apart. We're not going to have people necessarily come over and take over. But our, the hegemony, the unipolar world that we had, it's over with. It's done. It's finished. And it was done at the behest of Joe Biden. And now you know the rest of the story. Now you understand what globalism was about, to destroy this country. You, this could not have happened with Joe, with um, Donald Trump. And they wanted him so bad to get out of here, they had to basically steal the election legally. Do you see, do you see where this makes sense? And sending him out, this befuddled, coming down the little kid steps, at the bottom of the belly of the plane. Did you see that again? The whole purpose of having Air Force One is that you come down the steps. You come down regal. And you come down triumphant on red. There you are. The president. He can't do that. And do you know why? Because their biggest fear is for him to fall. He needs a walker. This is, this is, I'm, I'm dead serious. He needs a walker. This is what they are more frightened of than anything you can imagine. The fact that he could fall down and need a walker. He's petrified of this. I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but sometimes when old, old folks, you know, they get to, to a certain age, they're afraid of it. They don't want to fall. They don't want to be in the position where they are, um, you know, that's where we are right now. And BB's looking at this guy like, I am so screwed, it's not even funny. I am so screwed. I am so hosed. I don't even know what to do with this. But yet, the good news is for them in this country, they just want to see pictures. They want to see pictures. There's no end in sight. Israel, you are on your own in this one. I'm telling you, we, we we will. People will say, "Oh, we're we're with you," but not really, because they see that the public um, opinion has changed, and there's nothing worse than when public opinions change. That's all. My friends, I want to remind you of a couple of things. First and for, foremost, I want to thank you, of course, for joining us at this special edition. I want to remind you on February the third, I'm going to be at the Cutting Room in New York City. That's right. And if you go to the link right here, there's a little link as to where it goes. It's wonderful. Also, right now, we have a special deal from our friends at preparewithlionel.com. Save $200 right off the top of a three-month emergency food kit. That's simple. That's simple. 200 bucks right off the top. You got me? Right off the top. Two months. Two months. Over like nothing you have ever seen before. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm telling you right now. Listen, my dear friends, there's nothing like it. Because one of these days, and I know you know this, emergency food is going to be something that is going to be, well, it's going to be, you're going to need it and bad. And I thank you for that. And you know who else we want to support as well? Our good friend, Mike Lindell. They are, they, have you seen what they do to this guy? He has a great product. Great supply, great everything. Slippers and sheets and percales and pillows and everything. And what do they do? 
they treat him like garbage. And they basically dance on his grave. Well, let me tell you something. He's not anywhere near done yet. Mike Lindell is at his best. And MyPillow.com, go to MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, and get a free gift, no purchase necessary. All right, that's it, my friends. Now, tomorrow, I don't know. I've got a business meeting in the morning, and it may be, I don't know. So here's what you do. You've got to make sure you hit the bell so you will know when we have a live video and when new videos drop and all that. So I don't know. Also, check the web, check the uh, YouTube channel. It'll normally tell you. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. And by the way, let me thank our dear friends who were so kind, so wonderful, and contributed. Oh, there he is, Sparky. Look at this. Sparky, who, by the way, loves the codes. Israel has intercepted Hamas communications, incriminating Hamas about Hamas missile. Sounded bogus. Two on the nose. Israel shot the missile without hope of hitting alleged 60 feet below Hamas headquarters. Um, no. I think you might be. I, 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 I think, I think in this particular case, I think Israel's got it. I think the their explanation and explication are very, very simple. The fragments on top, it was in the parking lot. And also you have to ask yourself the question. And here is the story. And Spook, you know this. Why would you possibly shoot something, have a target, shoot it, and then deny you shot it? Of a hospital. Now, you could say, well, because you, there was no, it wasn't underneath or any kind of, it was from the top, basically. And they also have intercepted, they say, you maybe maybe it's bogus, but they have intercepted voices of people explaining back and forth, you know, what it is and all this stuff. So my question to you is very simply this. What? what? Remember, if you're always looking to blame Israel, I'm not saying you are. But if you always want to blue, your whole world will always have that prism, that 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 shield, that veneer, that 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 colored lens. You'll always see things negative to Israel. You see what I'm saying? Negative, 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 negative. You gotta think about that. That's all. I'm not saying you, but a lot of people just say they just don't want to hear it. Whatever Israel's going, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. I heard the explanation, and I saw a lot of the pieces, they, and I believe them. In this case, I think they got a hell of a point. And, of course, you also notice there's no refutation other than a blanket denial. There's no refutation. Believe me, if Hamas or somebody had something that says, oh, no, 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 that's not true, this is true, you would hear about it. When you don't hear something, that means it's true. But that's just one. I mean, that's not going to end anything. But that's what everybody going. Keep in mind now when he starts charging and storming diplo- uh, uh, um, uh, em- uh, embassies and uh, diplomatic enclaves, that's going to be a problem. So Sparky, Raphael, Silver, thank you. Thank you, dear friends. Have a great and a glorious day. Again, I don't know. Tonight, no. Tomorrow, it'll be sometime tomorrow. I don't know right now. Mornings are really screwed up. So make sure you hit that bell so you know when we're doing it. All right, have a great and glorious time. See you tomorrow. Same, well, I'll see, we'll see you tomorrow whenever. 
So just stay tuned. And don't forget the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. That's it. <laughs>